Welcome to the Brain Soul Success Show, where we learn, explore, and create your powerful positive healing for life. I'm your host, Louise Schwartzwalter. I'm the creator of a five-part mind-body-soul methodology that clears the subconscious blocks to success. From engaging transformational interviews, brain soul success stories, and the secrets shared by brain and spiritual experts, you will reconnect, revitalize, and transform your powerful life. It's time for you. Welcome back, everyone, to the Brain Soul Success Show. I am so super excited. We have already been talking a little bit here with Dr. Medea Saeed. She is known as the holistic mom. Um, she's on social media. She's on a practicing, she's a practicing board certified family physician in the United States, an international speaker, and a best-selling author. And just shared with me that during the pandemic, you wrote five books, five books during the pandemic while raising four amazing boys. So gosh, this is super mom, super, super doctor, super woman. <laughs> She's also the director of education of uh, the Documenting Hope and Noe Well. She sits on multiple medical advisory boards, including Wellness Mama. She's the president of the International Institute of Islamic Medicine. And Dr. Saeed and her children speak internationally and um, at, at the most prestigious holistic conferences. She's been on TV, on radio, on podcasts, including the Mind Body Green podcast, been in newspapers. The United Nations recently published her paper on religion and food system. Dr. Seed's children actually host their own podcast. Wait till you hear about this. How cool is that, you guys? So she has the Holistic Kids Show podcast interviewing some of the biggest names in functional and holistic medicine around the world. Um, she really does help empower kids and educate kids and adults on the inflammation and brain, right? So you just are, you're, you're doing amazing work. So thank you for being with us today and sharing. I'm just so honored. <laughs> I'm so incredibly honored to be here. Thank you for all the amazing work that you do. Oh my gosh, this is, this is, I mean, and you know, when I think about this, okay, so tell us a little bit about your, your journey, you know, how did you even get into beginning to look at, you know, the holistic side of medicine as a medical doctor? Well, journeys to first started, you know, long ago, long, <laughs> long, long time ago, you know, I grew up in Naperville, Illinois, and I had all the same bad habits that have led most of adults and children down the road to chronic health conditions. And my mom was, you know, she immigrated here from Pakistan mm -hmm. and she loved to cook, but for her food was love. And so if we wanted junk food, she would bring it for us. And because that's how she showed her love. So literally we had an entire basement packed with strudels and junk food and literally there was a closet that just had probably hundreds of cereals that every day we can go down and choose a different cereal and that's what we <laughs> and she loved a coupon you know and so uh, we took cans of coke to school regularly so you know that's when sort of a lot of this symptom started. I started to gain weight, lost a lot of my, lost almost like all my hair. 
and um, even severe digestive issues and eczema and acne, but I just continued on that hamster wheel until one day in residency, actually, I was a new mom, a new wife, a new resident. So my husband and I were both working 80 hour work weeks. And I walked, you know, um, basically, I was just trying to live my life just to keep my head above water, period. Mm -hmm. I was on that hamster wheel, the thyroid issues, um, severe digestive issues, where literally I was popping steroid suppositories just to go to the bathroom. And uh, it was just, I was miserable and indigestion medication. So my entire gut was so inflamed. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, um, it, it was really, really, really hard. But what I recognized that, you know, I needed to make a change. I knew that, I knew that gut, but then I was just stuck on this hamster wheel until one day that hamster wheel came to an abrupt stop. And I walked into the, my mother's worst nightmare. You know, the daycare providers, light, the lights were dimmed. The daycare provider was rocking back and forth and back and forth in her chair. And the eerie silence was actually broken by my child mm -mm -mm in the back. And when I ran back there, my 10 month old, my gift from God was tied down, arms and legs tied down with the receiving blanket in a bouncer pacifier in his mouth, his Winnie the Pooh blanket wrapped so tightly around his face that he just couldn't breathe. Oh. His eyes were bloodshot, his face was swollen. I immediately picked him up and ran out. On that day, I made this solemn promise to God, the universe that I promise I'm gonna take care of these kids the best that I know how. Thank you so much for saving him. And, but on that day, I also had to realization, how am I supposed to take care of this kid the best that I know how, if I myself as a family physician, I'm completely falling apart. Okay, wow. Yeah, you had that light bulb moment. So good for you. For how am I supposed to take care of them if I'm falling apart? I'm a family mm -hmm. physician. My husband's a family physician. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to, I don't know how to prevent this for myself because I was miserable. And I even had shingles in my twenties. So you're oh. like, oh my God, my body is real. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's <falling> apart. <laughs> yes. It's really, really suffering here. So, you know, and that's when I re needed to find answers. Mm -hmm. And I went to one person, to another person, to another person, to being a physician, trying to figure out how I can slow this chronic illness down. And it wasn't until, you know, um, it wasn't really until I found integrative holistic functional medicine. So I was already studying parenting because, you know, mm -hmm. that's what, and if you want to really raise your child, you study parenting. So I've been studying parenting for a very long time and the science of parenting. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was already learning about the brain, but when you come, when I learned integrative holistic functional medicine, then I started to integrate that into my children's brain. And I learned oh my gosh, these children are a completely different human being now, now that I've integrated these holistic integrative modalities. And then you look at the research and then you put together what's going on. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it literally blew my mind. It blew my mind. And that's where, um, you know, I, I, I joke to the kids. I'm like, because your brains and bodies are working, mama has time to write books. <laughs> I just love it. Like, what are some of those tips that you did learn? You know, like specifically when you say, okay, I, I now I work with holistic medicine. I mean, I know that, you know, most people sort of understand the, the promise of what that really is and they understand functional medicine and, and, and nutrition a little bit, but I mean, more specifically, you know, what are some of the tips you could give parents here about raising their kids holistically? Absolutely. So 
So first let's talk about, I mean, I sort of coin it holistic parenting. And so holistic parenting is really about noticing and acknowledging that the child is also mind, body, soul. Nice. And uh-huh. it really helps to nurture a child's mind, body, soul from the inside out with the skills that they need for emotional intelligence, enduring deep friendships, and making the correct decisions, managing stress, and being able to be resilient no matter what life throws at them. So mm-hmm. holistic parenting raises mindful children, and mindfulness allows us to see our internal and external world clearly showing us how best to respond and be fully aware at multiple different levels of perception all at once. So if we can educate and empower our children to be more mindful of their bodies, their minds, their their emotions, their social lives, their environment, their learning on how to keep it all in balance. And when it does start to sway, recognize it. Mm -hmm. And before it really becomes a problem, they're able to look, look inward, figure out where their imbalances are in their lives and correct it the best of their ability and see if that helps the situation. So that really does increase the resilience in any of these situations in the environment. Oh, that's beautiful. Yes, and it's so powerful because in order to really understand what the heck is going on with our children, because unfortunately our our children today are sicker than ever before. Mm -hmm. If we continue at the current trajectory, one in every four children will have autism by 2033. Oh! 2033, one in every four children will have autism by 2033. And one um, one in every six has a neurodevelopmental disorder, right? ADHD, Uh sensory learning disorders, autism, you know, other developmental disorders. Along with our planet is getting sicker. Mm -hmm. The United Nations says we only have 60 harvests left. And they say that, you know, so if our, if our children are getting sicker, most people are getting autistic. Chronic disease is currently at one in every two American children. And by, they say by 2025, that number will increase to 80% of all American children will have a diagnosed chronic health condition. Oh my gosh, you know, we are just creating a sick, sick, sick population. And then when I'm looking at these and I'm like, yeah. this is why I think I've, I have this fire underneath to really get this information out there because mm-hmm. we need to, like we, our children are getting sicker and sicker just in this pandemic alone. You yeah. know, CNN reported a couple months ago that diabetes has doubled in children during this pandemic. Oh my gosh. Diabetes, type oh. two. <laughs> it's craziness. Yes. So we have to ask the question, why? Why are our children sick? Why are they misbehaving? Why are they making the wrong decisions? Why are they difficult to parent? Why are we all suffering? And we know that when it comes to our children's decisions, what they wear, what they decide to eat, the, you know, basically decisions that they make, make every day and even how they feel is all dictated by their brain. So if your child yes. is constantly making the wrong decision, it makes your parenting harder. And if your child is frequently making the right decision, it makes your parenting so much easier. Yes. And so for years, parenting books have talked about two main critical players in you know, your child's brain development and you know, decision-making, which is also called neuroeconomics, right? And it's an interdisciplinary field that seeks to explain human decision-making and the ability to process multiple alternatives and to follow a course of action. So those two pieces, the prefrontal cortex and the amygdala, which I know your audience knows quite a bit about. Yes. But you need 
both of those pieces, right? The prefrontal cortex is responsible for rational decision-making, look, mm -hmm. examines the pros versus the cons and helps our child think through their actions after taking a look at the whole picture. Mm -hmm. While the amygdala is that reactive part of the brain and it's responsible for primitive, impulsive, fight and flight type of reactions and decisions. And to make a thought out rational decision and form healthy habits, we need to have both of these pieces working together. So that's what parenting books have done. Right. Okay. But unfortunately, today's children are not the same as like yesteryear's children. Right. <laughs> I mean, nobody, these parenting books have not really taken account and consideration the health and the lifestyle of the child, which plays a huge role in influencing how these parts of the brains interact with each other mm -hmm. and affecting our children's everyday decision making. And unfortunately, today's children's lifestyles are completely out of balance. Because despite warnings of like unhealthy diet and obesity and, you know, kids today are eating more junk food than ever before. Yes. Now add on top of that, the limited diet variety, the lack of sleep, the lack of nature, the lack of exercise, negative social environment, increased toxic exposures inside and outside the home, all contributing to an imbalanced child. Inflammation is one of those things that actually occurs because of these inflam because of the child is out of balance and inflammation we know that chronic inflammation there's two main types acute which is the good type we need it to fix ourselves from injuries or get rid of you know the stuff that shouldn't be there mm -hmm. but it's a chronic inflammation that's currently hijacking our child's brains studies have shown that inflammation was found to decrease the strength between the connection between the prefrontal cortex and the amygdala and, they've, and we know now that behavior and inflammation is intimately connected. And studies have shown that those children that suffer from chronic conditions had increased risk of developing, you know, depression, anxiety, emotional problems, and persisted, and that persisted way beyond childhood and adolescence into adult life. I so, see that. Oh, yes. I still see that. You know, this is so good because, you know, I'm the brain expert. That's been my title. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's because, I mean, I went down this whole path myself with my own healing journey. And, and then I worked with dyslexic kids for so many years in special ed and saw the brain problems they had. And I wish that I would have met someone like you years ago as I was even raising my own kids because I saw those patterns, but I didn't know enough about it. And I was learning it all. And so just like you, I, you know, moved to organic food, did the nutrition thing, you know, learned a muscle test, you know, took care of my kids um, in, a, in a very holistic way. But we had to get sick just like you did to learn it, right? Absolutely. We Absolutely. all have to have some kind of like turning point or some kind of like big, you know, light bulb moment that, that says, hey, this is crazy. We've got to stop this. We've got to do something different. And, uh, and you're speaking directly to the parents here who are and helping them with your amazing books. I want you to share your books because oh, even though even those pictures you shared with me um, before we got on, I was like, this is so perfect because parents need to know how to raise their kids. Like you said, what you're doing so beautifully, um, Dr. Seed, is you're, you are blending parenting with holistic like nutrition and then having children's books too. I'm just so excited. Yes, to get this out to there. <laughs> yes, we needed. That's why I've been so passionate about trying to get this message out there because of this, because our kids are suffering. And there's mm -hmm. so much that we as parents can do to, you know, because we know that their child is born with, you know, all of these cells with very limited connections. 
And this human brain is an amazing organ, right? With like a hundred billion brain cells and over 50 trillion synapses. And then we know that that these 90% of that brain, the growth of the brain occurs in the first five years. And, but millions of connections are formed and unformed and reformed. And then even into like in their twenties, the brain starts to continue to sculpt, right? Mm -hmm. And so it is so important to instill these things you know, these lifestyle tips that you can empower your children with that can help keep their bodies in balance no matter what life throws at them. You know, if there's a bully, if they're failing in their tests, if they're doing something that they're able to step back instead of, or if they're they're getting sick. Mm -hmm. I mean, just let me just give you an example. Um, I I know like you were giving, I think before this, you were talking about your children and how, um, they, they pass by McDonald's and they're like, no, we can't have that because it has the, it has this in it. <laughs> and yes. it was so cute because mine are doing the exact same thing. It's so powerful yes. that when you are able to educate and empower them, I, I walk into my 10 year old and he's literally meditating and praying on his own. And when I asked him why, he's like, well, I'm going to put my nervous system back into balance. Oh, yay. That's so cool. Right? Uh-huh. They do. They're like, we're going to just relax here, mama. Or, or for example, that like actually my 10 year old also did this just yesterday. He's like, mom, I feel a little like, uh, like fatigue today. Maybe I didn't sleep as well yesterday. So therefore today I think I'm going to come home and uh, go to sleep a little earlier. And I was like, perfect. Right. You're making those connections. So Mm -hmm. that, that mindfulness, my seven year old, woke up feeling agitated. And when he, he actually came with, went and started eating sauerkraut. And I said, why are you eating sauerkraut? He goes, mama, I felt a little agitated this morning. I think because Nana's house had sugar in it. Like the ketchup we used um, had sugar and it didn't, my tummy didn't feel so good. So I thought I'd come and eat some sauerkraut so my tummy can feel better. And when my tummy feels better, then my brain will feel better. Oh, wow. Let's just put that out there. Really be on a billboard. Yes. <laughs> because like when my gut friends feel better, then yes. I'll feel better. And so see the where it's the awareness that you're, you know, that you're yes. your kids, that story that you shared, you know, a second ago. I, I mean, I still remember this. Um, my, my kids grew up on organic food too, because of my own. Yep, health. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We, and, um, and so they, they knew, you know, they knew a lot of stuff. And, um, I remember the story of when my kids were, um, driving like about a two and a half hour drive from where we lived in Taos to Albuquerque to, um, to, to the store. And I wasn't there, I was working. And so it was just dad and the kids. And so I, later I found out this little story that um, dad says, hey, mom's not with us so we can stop at McDonald's. And my son says, dad, we can't stop at McDonald's. They have LSD in that food. <laughs> yeah, of course he meant MSG, right? But he's <laughs> And so, you know, I mean, I just always think of that about how, and especially with what you're doing with your books and everything that you're educating in your holistic kids podcast. Like, yes. Tell us about this. So tell us about the holistic kids podcast. So the holistic kid podcast, again, a lot of these things kind of came in, you know, you take, you make lemonade out of lemons, right? So <laughs> the world shut down. <laughs> And I said, great, yes, I'm so happy because my kids go to public school, so they're away from me. And, and uh, but when they were all home, I'm like, I'm gonna take advantage of this. What are we gonna do? I'm like, what do you guys think about starting a podcast? You guys do, so you, they started off making videos with me at the age of four, three years old, two years old, they started making videos with me. 
Uh-huh. And uh, so they've been doing this for a while. Then they started doing Facebook lives with me. You know, we, we did a couple on the, on the pandemic and the immune system where all the kids are involved. And then I'm like, you guys are getting really good at this, like talking to the camera. What do you guys think about, you know, maybe interviewing adults, you know, cause you guys, because they've been sort of raised in this lifestyle, uh-huh. they know it. it's like just instinct to them. It's like this, they don't, they really don't know any other life because I've been learning this and teaching this to them for so long. But um, it's it's so much fun because the fact that they're now they're in the pandemic, they started their holistic kid show podcast. We're up to like 40 some podcast guests, including the like New York Times bestsellers, including Dr. Terry Walls and Dr. Deanna Minich and Dr. Tom O'Brien actually is next week <laughs> so, awesome. so that I'm telling you it's just so much fun so I'm so incredibly excited oh awesome. that's really really awesome you are empowering them and they're and they're you know they are so aware at such a young age imagine you know what they're going to do in their lives you know because and that's what I oh my gosh yes and that's giving them oh my gosh and that's what I really want to do is try to create little leaders because if you have leaders that are just going to, you know, believe what everybody else is doing and then not use their own brain to make your logical decision, that's, that's, that's mm-hmm. not what a leader does is really get out of that comfort zone to try to take charge in a certain, plus on top of that, because my biggest goal was to try to get these kids to optimize their brain and body function to the best of their ability mm-hmm. so they can lower, use, make their decisions actually work towards them, not against them to lower inflammation, optimize DNA and mitochondrial function mm-hmm. and balance their hormones. So then they, they optimize their immune system. So then they have the health and the energy that it needs to take charge of the world, fix our food system, fix our economy. Because if our kids are getting sicker and sicker, who's going to do any of that? Well, that's the problem, really. I mean, when I think about who's going to be the future leaders of our world, yeah. if, we don't, if we don't educate our kids and help them now, What's really interesting is as you're speaking, I'm really thinking about how many adults I work with, and I've worked with kids too. I was a special ed teacher for 20 years, you know, so I've been kind of had many little careers. Um, but when I when I look at trying to change an adult's eating habits, trying to you know clear, and I clear, I do something really unique um, that you would love. I work with the brain and the energy field, so I'm able to clear the emotional blocks and the traumas that are still oh, spiritually. And so I can help that amygdala and that prefrontal cortex work better and create space. So there's creativity. Mm-hmm. So the spaces in your brain are your spiritual brain. I know we're speaking the same language. <laughs> it's so cool. That's what um, I wanted to <laughs> And so when I think about helping someone as, you know, as a child learn these, it's just, it's actually not only empowering, but easier. We have to undo so many patterns the older you Absolutely. get. You know, and, and the hardest thing to do is to change someone's diet. I can give them supplements and I can do all that. And I've done that for years. But what I notice is it's really and, 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 and someone has to really have the willpower and the desire and the want to do that. And often it's because we crash that we take action. Absolutely. Or we get a diabetes diagnosis or something Absolutely. like that. Or something else traumatic like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, our... We know better, right? Yes. We know that we should be eating better. We know we should be exercising. We know that we should be stress managing. These are things that we know. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, the stuff that we talk about isn't like, you know, rocket science. This is just basic stuff that we need, to, we know about. But I really feel that the reason we're unable to make these decisions and the science has proven that and why eating is becoming so hard is because when we, our brains are not working properly, right? Dr. Perlmutter talks about an entire book called Brainwash, great book. Yeah. And uh, he, and even all this research that if we can start with just gratitude and thankfulness, because right now we're living in a world of chronic stress and fear and anxiety, mm-hmm. and we wake up to negativity on our phones, there's negativity on the television, there's negativity. We're living, we're bombarded with all this negativity all day long. Yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> I, so uh, if we can, how are we going to change our diet when the world is so stressing us out? We just need to keep on going to that comfort food. So if we can really start with gratitude, and this is what I do in my own fa- family, uh-huh. because we start our days and end our days and ever just throughout the entire day, gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. And now we know that gratitude and optimism increase the connection in the, and the connection between the prefrontal cortex and the, and the amygdala. Yes. So <laughs> if we can just start with those pieces and then just love and then and then the other like once they're really in a place of empowerment and not fear, mm-hmm. then the, the food and the diet change comes a little bit easier because they're so thankful for this body that they've been blessed with most. And then if you're if you really educate people that this is what happens to the food, this is the microbiome, how the microbiome really dictates how you feel and it goes straight to your brain and so all of those different pieces, it really does empower a patient because nobody really wants to truly try to destroy the body when, when they're eating foods. I think we just don't know and then we're not knowledgeable enough. So that's why people, that's why I love the work that you're doing to really get this message out there. So thank you again for all that. But it's really time to empower our families, our children, our mothers, our grandparents, our aunts and uncles. And there's so much that we can do to instill these values and you know life skills that these children need to increase resilience and not just leave it up to chance because I think that's a lot of the you know it's just like you get this baby you know and you're looking at this and like oh beautiful but then it like go that 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 you know the happiness goes to worry but like okay how am I supposed to take care of this child so he's actually a productive member of society (laughs) (laughs) how am I gonna do that and I'm like are you just and right now nobody's really given us that the equations to that because Mm -hmm. it's all you're just gonna leave it up to chance okay maybe you'll have a maybe you just want to leave it up to chance but there's so much that we as parents as caregivers or grandparents and aunts and uncles and you know teachers and parents all of us can do to really help to optimize a child's brain health. So they're able to use a full brain to make a logical decision. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and when you say give it up to chance, I think about how many people actually give, give the power away. Um, yeah. And I know you're a medical doctor, but to their doctor, mm-hmm. you know, like, hey, my doctor says, and I'm like, well, what about what do you say? You know, yeah. so I've always listened to mother's intuitions. And I always say mothers are right. They have an intuition about what's going on. They have this this feeling, something isn't right with my child and they're going to go down this path of trying to figure it out, right? And that's when they end up, you know, finding someone like yourself, you know, or reading your amazing, (laughs) amazing book because they're looking finally for for answers. So we just want to get people super curious and help empower them to really take, you know, take action steps on 
on helping their child's brain and getting that inflammation down. Diet, through food, through keeping their emotions balanced. Um, I love your your gratitude idea. Years ago, I remember when I was sick, I had, um, I listened to Oprah Winfrey say, keep a grateful journal. And I had started a grateful journal then. And, uh, and I've kind of kept it, kept it up. And just last night in our class, we did um, an integration, it's called, where you're using energy work and starting with the spiritual body. So what you're also speaking of is how important the spiritual body is. Oh, absolutely. The, because it affects the physical, we're whole people, you know? Oh my gosh. I love yeah. that so much because over the last... 15 years, that is where I've started with every single one of my patients is through their spiritual health. Mm-hmm. And I, and that's what I do now with these children too, is um, focus on, I call it my digestive health and detoxification, the four S is stress, sleep, social, and spiritual health. And okay. really starting with that spiritual health and then working your way all the way up mm-hmm. is powerful, right? So we have the spiritual health because no matter if you're eating a good diet or if you're exercising every day, if you have all these things, but if your spiritual health is not there, none of the other stuff really even matters. That's so true. Yeah, no, it doesn't. You're right. It doesn't. I have found that you can be like uh, angry, like if you're, you know, pessimistic, whatever it is, a person. um, And that's why gratitude is really, you know, a key foundation in all of these religions and spiritual practices is gratitude because it really does is that building block for everything else that we do in our lives. So I really, that's where I've started everybody over the last 15 years. And even when I was in residency, that's the first thing I started with all my patients and I found it to be so powerful. And now studies have shown over and over how powerful it is. So absolutely. And then I also have people focus on their, you know, their social health, make sure you you know, lift people up and don't drag them down. Their, their uh, sleep, making sure their op- children are optimizing their sleep, teaching them stress management techniques, mm-hmm. um, including putting order in their lives that, that also help decreases the stress in children because of their prefrontal cortex and amygdala is not developed yet. So they need that structure. They need those chores. They need those responsibilities to help them de- feel that less stressed and also nature and play that increases BDNF and improves their immune system and solidifies the connection between the prefrontal cortex and the amygdala and teaching them mindfulness and meditation and these breathing techniques, laughter, right? All of those that can help a child and us decrease that stress, focus all the toxins that are all around us. So many toxins around us that are really destroying our bodies um, and our brains, brain function even prenatal toxins, they, they say they just like, for example, the toxins that we're exposed to even prenatally are mm-hmm. affecting our brain and hormone balance along with, you know, your digestive health. And so, because hormones like, you know, insulin resistance, mm-hmm. it's also important. So, and then optimizing the bi- microbiome. And then I have my clients and my patients and my children focus on eating the rainbow, lots of vegetables, clean protein, healthy fats. Yay. Yay. Yeah. yeah share your book with us. So, the yes. is. so this one is this, this is, this is the children's book series okay. called Adam's Healing Adventures from, for the power of rainbow foods. Beautiful. Beautiful. Eat all the colors, right? Yes. All the yes, colors. The colors There's so many things exactly that you can enjoy. <laughs> 
all the colors, you know, and then the, then obviously I put it, the rest of the stuff I put in here, the holistic RX for kids, parenting, healthy brains and bodies in a changing world. But just incorporating these simple, easy, cost, time-effective tips into your children's daily routines is so powerful. And that's what I wanted to bring into the world, that it's easy. If I can do it, I feed a family of eight on a daily basis. And on the weekends, I can go to hmm, 20 (laughs) without a party. That's just because I'm in a traditional Pakistani household. My husband's the oldest son. My in-laws live with me. And everybody comes over here on the weekends. (laughs) Oh, that's so awesome. I love that. No, I just love that. And, you know, give us that example you shared earlier with me. You're like, you know, your kids, their brains work. And because their brains work and they can keep themselves occupied, you were able to write your five books. Absolutely. You were telling us they just like to play. They just love to play. (laughs) They do. And then I'm like, do I get them? And at this time, you know, there's, there was, because I think a lot of us mothers, you know, fall into that. We got to take them this sport and this sport and that sport. And then we have to go to that play date and this play date and that play date. My kids, they enjoy, they really, obviously now COVID happened and all that stuff was shut down. Uh (laughs) So there, I have now so much more time. I wasn't driving them to all these different places. And you know, when your children's brains and bodies work, you can talk to them like real human beings. There's no crying. There's no screaming. There's, um, obviously they're still kids. They might have here and there and everywhere, but, um, they, uh, it's, it's so much fun because you can, when you talk to them, we're like real human beings. We set Mm -hmm. responsibilities. We sit down together and say, these are the things I need to get done in the morning so we don't have to worry about it later on. Somebody needs to make the lunches. Somebody needs to do the dishes. If we can do the laundry in the morning, then we're done. You guys have clothes that you can wear that day, you know, and uh, they get it all done in the morning. They, they've divvied it up. They come downstairs after waking up. They say their gratitude. They'll get some early morning sunshine if it's not a crazy, like today was rainy. So we couldn't <laughs> do it much so here in Chicago, but uh, they have this routine. And so before nine o'clock, they go to school at nine o'clock. Before nine o'clock, the dishes are done. The laundry is done. The house is clean. The dinner has been made. So now what else are you supposed to do? And then specifically in the pandemic, all these kids wanted to do was play all day long. They had no electronics. They don't have a social media. They wanted to play together all day. Oh, that's so after beautiful. they did school, they're like, no, mom, we just want to play. They played, uh, there's four of them. So they played Monopoly. And then I'm like, what about me? You guys, they're like, oh, you, you mom, we're doing this for you. And I was like, really? She goes, you can go write your books, mom. And I was like, seriously, now, how are you supposed to say? They're like, we know, mom, you have a mission. It's so cute that I would hug him and kiss them and run after them, you know, so they know that I'm there. I'd sit and write the books right next to them while they're playing together. So they see my presence, they're giving me hugs, then able to feed them, they know I'm there. So I was literally, they didn't bother me at all. And up till this day, that's why we started the podcast together. It's really powerful what you can accomplish as a mother when your body and brain feel great. And when your children's brain and bodies feel great. And when your husband's brain and body feels great. And actually my in-laws started, they started living with me about about four years ago and they eat whatever I feed them basically. Mm -hmm. And so they actually helped me start another holistic Urdu MD channel that has gotten millions of views. So now you have three generations of people in this household doing, trying to spread this message of health and healing. 
Oh, and it's just beautiful. So how can you not? So then I'm like, am I? Oh. I'm here, I have to think. You're like, what? You guys literally let me just write all these books, um, because I would just sit there with them and just write, and then they would give me ideas. This book here, my seven-year-old sat in my lap. He wrote it all out on the laptop, and then I just filled in the blanks. Oh, that's so good. It was all him. And so do you see, so you're incorporating the children into your lives, into your mission. And uh, um, all of this, you know, was also them. Like, what kind of things are they dealing with? And what do you guys think? Uh We shouldn't do this. And so I think to have these conversations with your kids, we don't give our kids enough credit. My kids know exactly what happens when you put food on your body, when you put, when you take a bite of food and what happens to your microbiome and your hormones and your, and how it affects your brain and what, uh, what, ha- how it feels to be stable. And when it starts to go off balance and be able to correct it on their own. So it is beautiful. I mean, the message and, and, and you know, we want to thank you, but I guess I want to thank your kids too. So yes, thank you. I'm telling you, I am so incredibly honored. Because that is just so completely beautiful, what you've integrated and the way that you're getting it out there in the world. And I know that so many parents, you know, listening listening to this and and people here too who are listening in our audience who have grandkids right who can share these messages with their with their their greater their greater family and and get that inflammation down in the brain and when that happens and your brain's working like Dr. Saeed is saying here wow you know you're going to have amazing kids um, or grandkids and that's really what we want to do create little leaders in our world who are empowered and have these tools. And what better time to learn these tools during this pandemic, right? The stress reduction tools we need. Yes. Yes. You know, so we're not creating that PTSD and trauma. I've had more people I'm working with anxiety than I can ever remember. Wow. Over 20 years, you know, just because of what's going on in the world right now. So what an empowerful, powerful message. If you were going to um, leave our audience with one brain hack, what would be the biggest brain hack you'd like to share? Start your mornings off with gratitude. Awesome. Awesome. Because oh your perception can either be your pain or your perception can be your power. Oh, Beautiful. Thank you so much for your wisdom today and for sharing with us and thank your family, you know, and your kids. I want to meet your kids now. Oh my gosh. Yes. We got to get you on the podcast. Yeah, it's just so awesome. So thank you, Medea. This has been so amazing. Thank um, you so much. You guys. Until next time, everyone have a great day.